So check this out. Bright Hire just launched this amazing AI sidekick called Bright Hire Plan. It's like having your very own AI assistant that can build full interview plans in just minutes. Imagine going from a job title to a thoughtfully crafted, inclusive job description and a full structured interview plan in minutes. No, not hours anymore. It's a game changer for recruiters and hiring managers. I know I'm usually the one to hate on new tech, but honestly, this sounds incredible. This is AI used right for better quality and more efficiency. It's like the holy grail of recruiting. Dozens of companies from high growth startups to multi-billion dollar enterprises are already using Bright Hire Plan to save tons of money, time, and raise the quality of their hiring. And here's the best part. You can give Bright Hire Plan a spin for free. That's right, for free for 30 days. Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Zoash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. Let's do another Firing Squad. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite guilty pleasure, the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always by my partner in crime, Chad Sowash. And today we are excited to welcome Darian Michael, CEO and co-founder of Qualify. Straight out of Indy. HR, straight out of Naptown. Straight out of Indy. Thanks for having me on, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. So give our listeners the Twitter bio about you. Yeah. So uh, I live in the Indianapolis area, Noblesville specifically uh, with my wife, uh, who we met at Indiana Wesleyan, and we have three young kids, uh, six, three, and one. And then nice. in my spare time, I like to <laughs> still hoop, play basketball. I'm a lifelong athlete. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I like to do. For our listeners, yeah. Darian looks about 17 and has three kids. So it's a yes. little bit unnerving when he tells you about his three kids. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention how competitive we're were you growing up? Sounds like your your older brother was was a, what, is he a lot older than you? Because he played in the NFL. Yeah. So competition had to be like hella competition. Yeah, and you guys can't see me. So I'm about 150 <laughs> soaking wet. My brother is about to say I'm a little bit like a half inch taller maybe than him, but he's like two oh six and stacked. That's what his playing weight was. That's fucking awesome. Um, and so. Yeah. I mean, in my, my whole family, we're, we're athletes. And so a lot of competition and yeah, just all that growing up. Well, speaking of competition, Chad, that's right. Tell him what he's won here on the firing squad. Well, Darian, you have two minutes to pitch qualify.hr at the end of two minutes. You will hear that bell and Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q and a, if you're slow to answer questions and you start getting boring, Joel's going to hit you with those crickets at the end of Q and a, you will receive these ratings either big applause not since dr dre snoop mary j 50 cent and eminem have we heard something this good <laughs> golf clap much like joe burrow you're getting there but still need some work fix the line and the last <laughs> but never least the firing squad this pitch feels like the jacksonville jaguars of ta tech fire the head coach move cities or just start up a bw3's franchise because this ain't your thing are you ready for firing squad i love it let's do it 
For the record, Chad said hella and 50 on the same <laughs> podcast. All right, Darian, in three, two. Yeah, absolutely. First, thanks for letting me do this. Um, so at Qualify, we are powering the fastest phone interview experience in the world. And that's because every year, recruiters spend hundreds of millions of hours simply screening their candidates. And at Qualify, we've proven that there's definitely a better way. Um, so many recruiting functions, they rely on standard phone interviews as their screening mechanism that goes just a step beyond the resume. Um, but most people don't realize that this is the slowest bottleneck in all of hiring. Um, the scheduling, the coordination, the one-by-one -one calls with hundreds of candidates, it really adds up and it can be costly in the competitive world of recruiting where every single day matters. And not to mention, this is the least favorite aspect of a recruiter's job. I mean, it's why I started this and I'm sure you guys have done it as well. And you know, it's you know painfully monotonous, super time consuming. So... At Qualify, we help recruiters automate this so phone interviews are no longer a bottleneck and instead they become a competitive advantage. And the way that we're doing that is by capitalizing on the trend around audio. We let recruiters pre-record questions using their own voice to create personal yet standardized interviews. And then from there, they're able to scale by inviting and interviewing hundreds of candidates even on the same day that those candidates apply. Um, and for those candidates, they absolutely love the simplicity, the convenience. It's dead simple. Um, from the time they receive the email or the text invite, it takes them just a few clicks. And when they're ready, our system dials their phone and they can pick up and answer questions over a standard phone call. That means they can even do it over a landline. Um, it also means that there's no apps, there's no internet issues that they have to worry about. Um, and even better, there's no getting dressed up to sit in front of a webcam. Um, it's frictionless. It's easy. The majority of replies come back on the same day that the invites go out, actually. Um, and from there, the recruiters can listen and read responses with the transcriptions, plus easily share with their hiring managers. So, Boom. Boom. I think I got it all in. And you can find out more at? <laughs> Qualify.hr. Qualify is spelled with an I instead of a Y. So Q-U-A-L-I-F-I dot H-R. All right. The name's fairly self-explanatory. I won't, I won't grill you on that one, but I'm going to grill you on the koala bear. All right. What is up with the mascot? <laughs> yes. How'd you come up with that? I thought you were an Australian company when I first looked at it. Fair, fair enough. So um, if you would have saw some of the previous logos that were truthfully my ideas, they were terrible. Um, I was playing more on the audio ways and nothing was working. Um, but we wanted something that people could gravitate to, resonate with and inviting. And so uh, koalas are just that. And then if you didn't catch us already, qualify but like koalas is a play on the the name as well so uh, some people don't catch it off the top it's yeah. not okay. spelled like koala at all darren <laughs> that's not how you spell koala okay hey, I, I refer to uh, I, I when i like send messages i refer to us as koalas and i use the q u you know <laughs> q u instead of a k uh, all right well speaking uh, of speaking of now gravity, that i'm totally confused thank so, you yeah, speaking of <laughs> Speaking of uh, gravitational pull of uh, mascots, what was the gravitational pull of this idea? You don't come from the space in particularly, like what was the journey to come to this, this business idea? I don't know if it's the case for you guys, but a lot of the folks in HR and recruiting that I talked to kind of just stumbled into it. And honestly, that's the, that's what happened for me. Um, I was at another company before this called Viral Launch. We were fast growing. The CEO brought me on as employee number one. And we went from he and I to over 70 people on the team in about three years. And my job was 
basically all of internal ops and that included HR and recruiting among a lot of other things. And so just found myself busy all the time and then just noticed this particular pain point when it came to recruiting and specifically the repetitive nature of of phone interviewing. So hiring sucks and you said, I'm going to fix it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's what happens with a lot of folks that, you know, that enter this space that, um, you know, they, they see these specific pain points and and go to Mm. solve it. And so it's always as easy as you think it's going to be too, when you say that, (laughs) you say that in your head. Oh, oh, of course. (laughs) How many, how many employees do you currently have? Yeah, we've we've grown a lot over this last year. We're we'll be at fifteen employees as of March first. We're currently fourteen and, and just made a, a new hire. So it's been nice. It's been fun. This, this last year's been fun. Like the, asked me a couple of years ago, we were definitely we're still grinding, but it was definitely a grind. Uh, you know, right. to get to where we're at now. Okay, so what is your target market? Who exactly are you trying to hit? You're trying to hit the the SMB markets, uh, or are you trying to hit more enterprise? Who do you want to sell to? The most general way I put it is volume hiring. Um, and that honestly looks a bit different to, okay. you know, depending on who you ask. Like we do have some smaller companies um, in our, you know, that we call customers that, you know, it's kind of like my position that I was in as like a founder or, you know, just a small business that has a lot of hiring and like just little people, to, you know, not a lot of people to do it. But mm-hmm. more typically, um, example customers that we, you know, really focus on are like hospitals, contact centers, and just a lot of areas where there's a lot of turnover, where they're constantly hiring for similar positions. And it's very difficult to use just the application alone or the resume alone as their form of you know, passing candidates. So they have to do phone interviews. And that's where we, we come in and, and really provide a, you know, a lot of different value propositions and, and ROI for them. Gotcha. Okay. So not any specific industry, just high turnover types of positions that aren't uh, franchise burger flipping types. Yeah. So we, we are currently focused on, uh, you know, hospitals, healthcare networks, okay. and then kind of, uh, Industry contact center is an industry, but usually mm-hmm. it's other industries that have contact centers and call centers as a key piece of their organization. So those are a couple of our focuses. But from the beginning, we knew that this is a, a broad tool. But as a startup company, we we wanted to niche down and prove out you know what we do because it is pretty new for a lot of folks. Um, so proving it out. How about trucking? Yeah, trucking is okay. potential and, and and something that in the future that um, I think would apply really well to some of the things that we have plan from our product standpoint. Um, but it's different in different industries. Trucking is one where it's like a shortage in like the yeah. phone interviews or more of a sales tactic mm-hmm. as opposed to a screening tactic. Um, um, and so we work really well when uh, you're either exclusively screening or you're screening for some roles and have to spend a lot of manual time sourcing in others. And we can basically augment that screening side so you can spend a lot more man hours uh, on the sourcing. So there's tons of tech that's out there who specifically do you see as your biggest competition right now? Yeah, our biggest competition is typically video interviewing. Um, more often than not, um, okay. we are one of the first to market doing something with audio and phone specifically in the way that we're doing it, which is one of the reasons that I even wanted to, to start this was I didn't see anything out there like that, like what we're doing now. Um, or else I would have probably just signed up and, and used their solution. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, oh, here's an opportunity. Um, but uh, video is what is more prevalent in the market today. Um, and it doesn't come up in every sales conversation, but some recruiters have experience with video and some don't. Um, but we're typically able to 
really solve a unique pain point for the customers that we're going after now and differentiate ourselves really well um, against video. So I'm not, I'm not surprised you said video, but I am a little surprised you didn't say conversational AI, companies like Paradox or even a company like Honit, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it complements your product or what. So Honit is essentially transcribing phone conversations and then creating notes and comments and things like that. Do you guys do that or do you work in conjunction with Honit or sites like that or companies like that? And, and what do you think about conversational AI as a, comp- a competitor? Yeah. So uh, if you're meaning like conversational AI in the terms of like chat and yep. text-based forms, yeah. We see those things being either complementary or having their specific time and place. Usually those are like kind of the, the very top of the funnel, the front end where you're engaging, getting them to you know apply or sign up or provide more information. Or for us, um, it's after they've already applied. And typically, you know, a lot of our customers are small teams that have to hire hundreds of people. So they have you know, thousands of applications. It's hard for them to sift through and know really who is the best person to spend more time with. And that's why they would typically do, you know, a standard phone interview. And as I mentioned, you have to reach out to those candidates, schedule their scheduling tools, but still the fact that you have to do at least 20 to 30 minute phone calls all day long. Uh, it, one, it's just hard to scale. Um, it creates, you know, recruiter burnout, which we hear pretty often. Um, and it, it it's just not a great format of collecting information. So your tool is the pre-screening conversation, ask questions on the phone, they answer, it transcribes those answers, and then you can search and it matches to some degree. But but once the the deep conversation happens, do you do you hand it off at that point or are they still on the platform to record that interview? Yeah. So right now where we're at is uh, really focused on that one specific step in the process. Okay. Um, that screening step, like I said, it's the most, it's the biggest bottleneck. And I, personally, like we, we, we've, I mentioned we've hired some folks and I just talked to one of our new hires and they're saying one of the factors is that we were able to move a lot faster in our process because we, we eat our own dog food and we're able to get to the offer stage a lot faster gotcha. um, than, than potential competitors. And that's the same for a lot of the companies. We work Walk with. me through as a job seeker, how I engage with the product. Is it a link in an email? Um, is it a message? Cause you have their phone, you know, phone number, like talk about as a job seeker, how you engage with the product. Yeah. So the candidate, their experiences, they would have more than likely already applied to the position in most cases. And then um, either automatically or at the recruiter's discretion, they'll, the candidate will receive a text message and, or an email saying, Hey, um, we got your application and now we want to learn more about you. We want to make this really convenient for your schedule. So, uh, at your earliest convenience, click this link to read instructions and get started with your interview. Um, it takes them to that instructional page. That page is branded to the employer and it's really straightforward. Um, their phone number is either already in, in that uh, instruction page or there's a spot for them to type in that number. They simply hit start, confirm, and then our system will dial their phone and then they just pick up and answer those questions. Um, it's very conversational. It's familiar, like responding to, you know, voicemail just with multiple uh, questions that are that are baked in there. So we're talking 100% mobile, really. You're, you're not going to have mm-hmm. many using desktop on this. Yeah. And that's like one of the biggest, biggest values that we uh-huh. provide is that convenience, the accessibility, right. that kind of 
touched on it with like the webcam. You don't need a webcam. You don't need a computer. You don't need to go to a place that's well lit and, you know, a good environment. You can just hit start and do it wherever. Um, so it increases that accessibility, you know, we're really big on trying to mitigate bias and allow more people to, to enter that, that step in the process. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's talk about go to market strategy. Obviously, from the standpoint of product, you know, product seems like, you know, it's maturing, yeah. right? It's it, you're hitting the roadmap. It's it's maturing. You have clients. First off, how many how many clients do you have? I don't like to get into the specifics of clients. I will say we have, like I mentioned, like oh, small hell. customers to, <laughs> <laughs> to the specifics. But uh, uh -huh. we, we do have clients ranging from small companies up to Fortune 500. Companies. Okay. How are you getting them? So far, it's been the digital version of, you know, beating on people's doors. Um, we've, we've been a pretty lean team up until this point. A lot of it was founder sales. So uh, myself um, and my brother were... Uh, my brother's one of my co-founders. Um, we were leading the charge on the sales efforts in the early days. And um, as we started to scale the team, we, we leveraged different, you know, legion services that were still, you know, emailing people, cold calling people. Um, and now we're, we're focused on trying to scale uh, through all the different marketing channels. So advertising partnerships um, and just uh, and just generally getting our name out there in a broader sense because integrations. Yeah, integrations are, are a huge thing, a huge initiative for us right now. We we just kicked off uh, a couple of partnerships that allow us to integrate a lot faster uh, with all the major ATSs. So we're really excited about that and um, exploring what it looks like for us to partner with you know different different folks that have the the similar audience that we're going after. Because yeah, like we're we're doing a good job on the outbound sales side, but. Um, I think we're going to really win on our brand and our ability to execute from a marketing standpoint. So excited about, about having more budget to, to do that. So that's a direct, you're excited about the outbound direct sales that you're doing right now. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. Because it sounds like you've got a lot that's going on, but mainly you're hitting the, the direct to client market. Yeah. So right now we have a really, you know, specific audience that we're going after. So I am excited about that, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think we're going to win by our ability to increase the awareness. So that's not done just by direct cold sales. It's going to be through uh, larger marketing efforts. We want to attend more conferences, get our name out there, and, you know, through content and, and, and digital advertising and partnerships as well. So that's okay. a, a key focus this year. Okay, so Joel touched on integrations. Let's dig deeper into that. Where are we looking to integrate? Because there are all these different types of platforms that are out there where you could prospectively fit in. I mean, with around interviewing, assessments, I mean, those types of things. Are you just going directly to core talent platforms for the most part? Are you trying to get into some of the newer players that are out there? Yeah, so a little bit of both. Um, so from just a customer use standpoint, Obviously, they are their core system is ATSs, and so that's the main thing is we want to make sure that their questions are answered. We we can uh, you know solve their needs, and that's by connecting their ATS to our system, so they don't have to jump back and forth between you know all their different tools that they're using. That they can just have a seamless workflow um, right there. Gotcha. Um, so that's step one. But then the the next is. Uh, other partnerships, whether it's assessments or we're, we're still kind of in that exploratory phase of figuring out. Uh, you know, where does our tool tie in well uh, that helps us grow our business, um, but also provides unique value to those partners and also to their clients as well. 
Um, so, so yeah. And then some of the new players too, um, like, uh, the fountain is a, a one that comes to mind. Uh, they're, they're a newer ATS that's focused on high volume recruiting. And so that, right. you know, tools like that are, you know, highly aligned to what we're trying to do. So you're founded in 2019. You've raised a little over $3 million. Uh, I'm guessing most of that was a headcount in marketing. Uh, you can add to that as well. But curious if you're looking to raise more money, should we be expecting a Series A here in uh, 2022? What's the plan? Yeah. So I don't know when this exactly will drop, but we it's close enough to where I don't have to play it as close to the vest. So we, we do plan to announce the most recent round of funding that we completed. Um, We'll be announcing that tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, that's been focused on our, our product and our go to market. Uh, it's up in the air in terms of the, the next stage of, of funding. Uh, if you've ever raised money before, you know it's not the funnest thing in the world or the easiest <laughs> thing in the world. So uh, I want us to try to grow as much as possible to, uh, you know, one, make it easier when I do have to fundraise again because it, it will somewhat inevitable. but. Um, also to maybe push it down the road if, if, if we need. This will air after that announcement. Uh, so you, you can tell us amongst us girls, but if you don't feel comfortable <laughs> with that, what do you plan to do with that money uh, once you get it tomorrow? Um, and move, I'm, I, I assume it's already in the bank account, but yeah, yeah. Um, like, what are the plans in, in terms of that? Is there a global expansion? Is it just US-based expansion? Like, Talk about that. Yeah, so we, to that latter part of the question, we've we've already started to explore that. We have some of the functionality online already um, in terms of just internationalization and things of that nature. Um, but really, we we're we're still in uh, early stage. But what we've found is uh, product market fit. So now we're just trying to like keep driving that wedge and and increase our our growth, obviously. But from a product standpoint differentiate ourselves more. We know that, um, like I said, we're one of the first to market with this sort of product, but we don't want to just settle on that. And we want to really expand on our capabilities, our differentiation, and, um, you know, our whole mantra is kind of like own the phone and, and really uh, own this category. And how much is that Series A round again? Uh, so this round was our seed round and it's two and a half the two and a half million that we, we just completed on top of the three. So the three, if you look online, it is already inclusive of that. Um, and so we, we, we've been sitting on it so, for a little bit. So gotcha. So it's not news. We're not breaking anything uh, that Crunchbase doesn't already know. Yeah. Crunchbase knows, but we haven't <laughs> done our formal PR stuff. So now we're getting the word out. All right. Well, now it's out because of uh, the Chad and cheese podcast. Okay. Heard it here first. So you mentioned globalization, some international growth plans, what in terms of tech can we expect from you? You mentioned a video as a, co a competitor. Should we expect video in the future? Chat components, SMS, like what? What's the future hold feature wise? Yeah, um, we really we really love the lane that we're in. Um, I would say, kind of our focus has been this year is to just be undeniable. Um, the integrations are a huge piece to that. Um, from a tech standpoint, another thing that's really exciting is what we can do with the data that we've been capturing. And so, uh, all the, all the fun buzzwordy data science stuff, we want to apply that in a really, uh, a unique way, a meaningful way. Like I said, we really care about mitigating bias, um, and just helping recruiters to not only be more efficient, but make quality decisions as well. Um, and so, uh, I, I would say expect to see 
you know, more applications of, you know, data science, AI, NLP, things of that nature as well. So th- those are some exciting things on the forefront. So quick question with regard to clarity around international. Are you doing international? So that's the Fortune 500 companies that you're actually hitting here in the U.S. can expand. Or are you actually looking to try to invade different markets? Yeah, I would say right now our focus is on U.S. base and really staying uh like I said, driving the wedge where, where we've had a lot of success, uh-huh. um, but it does come about um, occasionally where we do have US-based clients that have recruiting needs or internationally. And so they need, you know, different you know, transcriptions, they need their invitations and candidate facing information, you know, in that native language for their ability to, okay. to recruit over there. Um, and so we've built that infrastructure, um, but we see that as kind of one of the next stages of, of growth as we continue to expand here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a, a will be a, a big differentiating factor for us in the future. And this all Excellent. sounds expensive, Chad. I don't know. What do you think? It does. What? How much does this cost? <laughs> How much is what cost? <laughs> your product. <laughs> how much is your product cost? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good question. So, uh, how how what? I'll spit it back, and this, this is not exactly what I say in sales conversations. But uh-huh. how much is it? How much does it cost you to just even do a you know a phone screen right now? If you think about your recruiter salary, that thirty minutes on each call, it's usually around like fifteen bucks to seventeen bucks just for a single call. Not to mention, you know, you're missing out on other candidates. You're not able to hire fast enough. So um, we we have a SaaS model. Um, so we typically just give you unlimited uh, users, uh, unlimited jobs that you can uh, apply for or uh, recruit with, and then up to unlimited interviews, even depending on, you know, those packages and uh, not a specific price, but it, it ranges depending on the organization and their, their uh, the amount of hiring that they do on a monthly basis. Size of the organization. Okay. <laughs> he danced where's, around that one. Where's man. the ding, ding, ding? <laughs> I throw it back to them. How much does it cost you? How much? How much do you want to pay? Okay, where's where's like my pal at? I don't do it like that. We we have very transparent pricing when it comes to the sales conversations. <laughs> yeah, we'll so is, and what is that? But, and what is that? Who do you are you looking this to is sign a, up? This is a sales are you, conversation. Are you guys, are you guys hiring? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah, Cheeseman. Yeah, where's right, the pal at? Put him out of the put him out of his there misery. All right, Chad. Okay. What's up, guys? I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising? Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters, reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing HireMaster.ai. HireMaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. HireMaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting HireMaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R 
Ai. Get him. All right, Darian. Uh, I think move faster, hire faster is exactly what this industry. I mean, th- that's what everybody wants to hear. That's what they need. And for the most part, have shitty processes and they need people to be able to lead them through. And this product just might be it. Recruiter burnout is an issue. Being able to pick up the phone and make all those calls all the time, uh, they need automation to be able to, to help them do that. Focusing on the healthcare side, I think, is, is incredibly smart. Uh, I think broadening out, once you start to really understand the sales message and, and getting better penetration into healthcare, I think is, is uh, amazing. Your answer to the international question, I'm glad you didn't get tripped up on that because everybody who gets money is like, yeah, we want to go, we want to invade different countries. No, there's a ton of money here in the US, although you do have to be flexible to be able to provide those organizations an opportunity to provide this to their different locations outside the United States. So great answer on that. One thing I got to say is don't have a link on your site that says pricing if you're not going to give me fucking pricing, okay? <laughs> Fair. If it has solutions and you tell them about the solution and at the end it asks for, you know, would you like pricing or would you like to... Okay, that's great. Chad hates to be teased. Overall, I'm not a big teasy guy. Overall, I'm a big fan. We loved Hone It a few years ago. We definitely love this. This is a big applause for me. Appreciate that. I love yep. it. And that's good feedback. We just launched our website and we've talked, we actually talked about, is it plans or pricing? Like, so I'm going to talk to the team and see, see what we could do for you. All right, Darren, we're still talking here. We'll talk about that over a beer. <laughs> My turn, I'm up. All right. Uh, yeah. When, when I first, when I first started digging into the, the company and the service, my initial thought was like, oh, this is, this is like hone it. And then when I dug deeper in terms of the automated piece, you know, I, I think you're a great complement to that business. If you haven't connected with them, I certainly invite you to do that. I think the video piece as well, for a lot of people, is going to be uncomfortable. Um, whether or not you go down that road, it sounds like you're going to stay in that lane and keep away from that. My initial thought also was that I thought you were 10 years too late or five to 10, two years too late. And then I remembered how slow so many of employers are to adapt. And I think particularly on the healthcare side, um, that they are far behind in terms of most other organizations. So I think you're probably hitting a product like this at the right time. The automation piece for them, they're probably just getting their feet wet in terms of solutions around that. Um, I think you have a great uh, solution to do that for them. I think you're a great acquisition target. Someone could easily plug you in as a feature to some of their other uh, existing components. I don't know exactly what your goal is in terms of, you know, I don't think you want to go IPO. It doesn't sound like that's the goal at the moment. You haven't raised your $50 million yet. So at this point, I think you're a, you're a great acquisition target as well. But in addition to that, I think you're, you're a great service. And I think a lot of companies will, will embrace the automation piece, uh, the quote unquote, start hiring seven times faster that your website screams at me, I think is going to be really impactful. <laughs> so for me as well... Big applause. Back up Ooh. the Brinks truck. Let's go. Uh, you know, Double buy, buy the rings. If you know anybody with $50 million, send them away. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> we can have conversations. Have them buy licenses. That's what you want, right? You want them to buy licenses. Exactly. 
Excellent, man. Well, that is Firing Squad. You got the double big applause. Congratulations. Now you, uh, yeah, you definitely owe us beers. We can talk about pricing over beers later. Hey, this isn't payola, so wash. This isn't payola. We <laughs> we're received, done. We received this nothing is... for the... Oh, well, I just want to make sure people know that we're, we... We're done. <laughs> anyway. We, we have such high integrity. I just want to make yeah. sure everyone knows. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Cheeseman, this is a, another firing squad in the books, my friend. Darian, wait. Where can they find out more? Oh, yeah. You can find us at qualify.hr. I think we have a special uh, a code set up. Uh, I'll Ooh. make sure it gets sent your way, but I believe it's qualify.info slash chat cheese. So uh, we will we'll send Whoa, that your way. The coupon code is qualify.something something. It's a info. URL. Oh, it's yeah. a URL. Okay. I'll make sure it gets in your hands one way or another. We'll, 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 you'll, you'll find us. And if you're listening, exercising, just go to qualified.hr and tell them yeah. Chad and she sent you. Chad, another one in the can, baby. We out. We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.